0: Hello and welcome to No Uncertain Terms, the official podcast of the term limits movement for the week of October 11th, 2021. I'm Nick Tumbalides. Happy Columbus Day. This week we've got a big story about a member of the U.S. Senate who has suggested that a 34-year term limit might be a good idea. You know, we've heard some really bad and crazy ideas out of Washington over the years this one might take the cake. Then we talk about two members of Congress who were recently featured on our billboards because they refused to keep their term limits pledges. Well, that's all over now, and we're gonna tell you how it turned out. Stay tuned, this is No Uncertain Terms. I wanna update you all on Billboard Gate. Uh, If you recall, if you listened to a previous episode of this podcast, Our organization, U.S. Term Limits, had put up billboards in the districts of two U.S. congressmen, two members of the House, uh, Gary Palmer from Alabama and Drew Ferguson from Georgia, with a simple message. The billboard said, Gary Palmer broke his term limits pledge. Drew Ferguson broke his term limits pledge. We don't assassinate characters here. We don't pretend to know... If someone is a good or bad person in politics, because that's just too hard to do, but we never mind sharing the facts with you and with the public. And in this case, both Gary Palmer and Drew Ferguson had signed a pledge saying that they would co-sponsor and vote for a constitutional amendment calling for a three-term limit on the House and a two-term limit on the Senate. That resolution, that bill, has been filed since January of 2021 by Ralph Norman in the U.S. House. It's HJR 12. But until very recently, Drew Ferguson and Gary Palmer were not on the bill. And we did what we had to do. We put up billboards telling the truth that they had made a promise and that they were in the process of of breaking that promise. But thankfully, this story has a happy ending because in light of our billboards and in light of uh, some gentle pressure from their constituents, I am happy to report that both Gary Palmer and Drew Ferguson are on HJR 12. They have co-sponsored. Welcome back, guys. It's lovely to have you in the family again. Thank you for supporting Term Limits, and we look forward to working with you.
1: This is a public service announcement.
2: Former Florida Congressman Patrick Rooney is a bit of an anomaly. The businessman and former ambassador to the Vatican was elected to the U.S. Congress and then retired in 2016 after only four years there. Not too surprisingly, Rooney was the House sponsor of the U.S. Turn Limits Amendment during his time in Congress, and is still pushing the idea whenever given the chance. Here is Rooney with Leland Vitterts of the cable news network News Nation last week.
3: ...self and retired after just four years joins us now. All right, uh, do we need age limits, term limits, or both, sir?
1: Well, we definitely need term limits. I mean, Senator Grassley is a great American and a great patriot, but he's been there a long time. There are 340... 340- million Americans. I'm sure that there's a lot of people that could serve our country well, uh, not to take anything away from him. But term limits are what I think the founders envisioned. Okay, They envisioned the servant leader comes off of his farm or his business, serve for a while, and go back to it, not a career as a professional
3: politician. Is the reason, and you're, you're a student of history from Georgetown University, among other places, written, written on history as well, is the reason the founders didn't put in term limits is because they couldn't imagine the idea of a professional political class or they didn't think it was going to happen? What's the reasoning?
1: I don't think they would have ever imagined that anyone would want to leave their entire life behind to go serve in the public realm uh, forever. And that just wasn't considered um, part of their uh, ethos. I mean, they had to beg Jefferson to come back off his farm um, Adams did several different jobs. but didn't do the same jobs. Hmm. And uh, I don't think anybody would have imagined that they would find entrenched politicians or the so-called political class since we fought a revolution. They fought a revolution, quite frankly, to get rid of a political class in
3: England. You're a businessman in addition to former congressman and former ambassador. If 86% of your customers want something, uh, why is it that congressional leadership seems so opposed to giving it to them?
1: Well, in in a normal economic environment, that's what you would do. If your customers want something, you're going to figure out how to give give it to them and add value. Otherwise, you're going to go out of business. But in politics, it's totally different. This elected uh, business is a real racket between the media appearances that you create a persona for yourself, between the uh, mail that the federal government pays for you to send out between these ridiculous messaging bills that makes people think you're really doing something. Uh, you can create uh, market. You can market your voters with their own money. It's a real racket. Uh,
3: you know, it's interesting. You think about it, it's not just Republicans that you've talked about or uh, Chairman Grassley, but uh, on the Democratic side, uh, the combined age of the top three uh, Democrats in the House, Pelosi, Hoyer and Clyburn, 244 years old, which is as old as Congress uh, as Congress itself. Mostly Why do you think that people? is?
1: Well, because they want to stay there. Look at all the people that have renounced their term limits pledge after they've been there six or eight years. Yeah.
3: Congress, uh, Con- Congress saying one thing and doing another. You just never think that would happen in Washington.
1: Well, you think some guy that grew up in rural eastern Oklahoma or southern Missouri lives in D.C. for eight or ten years wants to go back there and pick strawberries?
3: Yeah, that's a good point. It's a very good point. Uh, Mr. Ambassador, it's always good to see you, sir. My best to your wife.
1: Thank you, Leland. Look forward to seeing you.
0: What was that great quote from Batman? You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain in the case of politics, you either get term limited or you stay in office long enough to become the villain. Because what we see again and again and again, when you are elected for a very long time, you do grow stale. Barack Obama said that and he was right. But you also become acclimated to your environment. And when we're talking about Congress... We're not talking about a healthy environment. We're talking about a swamp. The longer you stay in the swamp, the more you start to think and act like all the other swamp creatures, all the other swamp dwellers. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Because I like to keep my finger on the pulse of what the average American is thinking about politics. What happens in Washington, that's not all that relevant to me, what politicians think. I want to know what Americans think. And that's why I'm a term limit supporter. That's why I do this, because this is an issue that can bring our country together for the first time in a very long time, probably for the first time since 9 one This country hasn't really been united. We've been divided. So I care about what Americans think. And you don't need a scientific poll to know what Americans think. We have those, Sure. But you can just talk to people. You can just ask people. You can just do a social experiment. Suppose you were to walk into a random diner somewhere in this country, a random part of this country. Let's say Dothan, Alabama, or I don't know, Danbury, Connecticut. And you stood up and you asked, how many people here support term limits for Congress? Eight in 10, or maybe even nine in 10, depending on where you are, on what day and what time, hands are going to shoot up. Eight in 10 people, nine in 10 people support term limits for Congress. Then suppose after that, you went table by table, and you just asked people, this is just a cross-section of average people, just like you and me. What is the right number of terms that a congressman should be allowed to serve? Now, I've actually done this in different situations. You're going to get people who say one term, two terms, that tends to be the most popular, three terms or four terms, four two-year terms, three two-year terms. So that would be six or eight years if we're talking about the House of Representatives. Leave the Senate out for now. Do you think any ordinary person in that diner would say it should be 16 years or 18 years? What about a 34-year? term limit? First of all, would anyone say that? And second of all, would that have any positive effect on anything, a 34-year term limit? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. People think about term limits like dental appointments. The shorter, the better. So when we're talking mainstream America, the heartland of our country, rural or urban, conservative or liberal, people like term limits, and they like their term limits short because they want to make the politicians go away as soon as possible to let new people come in who actually know what they're doing. So if the American people love shorter term limits, we've established that, why did Oklahoma U.S. Senator James Lankford just introduce a bill for 16-year term limits in the House and 18-year term limits in the Senate? So that's eight House terms and three Senate terms. Instead of just getting on the beautiful Ted Cruz bill, Senate Joint Resolution 3, Lankford introduced his own term limits bill that would let a politician spend 34 years in D.C. 34 years. First of all, is that a term limit? No, it's not. It's trash. It's garbage. Second of all, how did he come up with it? We've already established that it could not have come from his constituents, it could not have come from the people, because nobody in that diner is clamoring for a 34-year term limit. Nobody on the streets is clamoring for a 34-year term limit. Oklahoma's governor has an eight-year limit. Their legislature has a 12-year total limit. So where in God's name did 34 years come from in the mind of Senator Lankford? Where did that come from? I mean, 34 years is a sensible term limit only to a person who has spent way too much time in Washington and not enough time around his constituents. So the only explanation for this is that Langford is letting lobbyists and his fellow politicians dictate his thinking on this issue because a 34-year term limit is about as appealing as an enema in the eyes of the public. I don't know where it came from specifically. I can just tell you it came from the halls of Washington, D.C., because not a single damn person in
4: Oklahoma told him to do that. Hello, this is Scott Tillman, the National Field Director with U.S. Term Limits. We're over a year out for the next congressional election, but candidates have already begun signing up to run for office. Next November, we're going to elect people to fill 435 U.S. House seats and over 30 U.S. Senate seats. There's going to be several thousand people running, and we've already had over 194 new congressional candidates sign the pledge for term limits this cycle. We're also working state by state to pass resolutions for a term limits amendment convention. There are over 7,000 state legislative seats in the 50 states, and over 6,000 of these will be up for election in November of 2022. We need your help to get candidates to sign this pledge. I pledge that as a member of the state legislature, I will co sponsor vote for, and defend the resolution applying for an Article 5 convention for the sole purpose of enacting term limits on Congress. There will be over 4,000 unelected candidates running for these seats, and so far we have 130 of them pledged this cycle. We need your help to get to the rest. Follow us on Facebook to see the new signers and to get other term limits news. And contact me, Scott Tillman, at tillman at that's S-T-I-L-L-M-A-N, at termlimits.com to help with pledges in your state. Act today to help us term limit Congress. Now, there is a little bit of history here to consider.
0: Uh, James Langford is not just holding any old Senate seat. His predecessor was Dr. Tom Coburn, who was one of the most principled people to ever participate in Congress. Uh, Coburn, when he was elected, he promised... To limit his own terms and he kept his word. He promised to support the U.S. Term Limits Amendment and he kept his word. Uh, He retired when he said he would. And he also supported calling a convention of states. He was a great man and he left very big shoes to fill. But this is not how you build on Dr. Coburn's legacy. This is not progression. This is regression. This is moving in reverse Because Oklahoma went from having a senator who supported real term limits to having one who supports weak, fake, flimsy, phony 34-year term limits. And um, James Lankford needs to be called out for that. If you live in Oklahoma, you need to contact your senator and tell him to sign the U.S. Term Limits Pledge. The other Oklahoma senator is like 9,000 years old. Um, He's been there forever. Jim Inhofe. We we don't even bother with him. There's no chance we're going to get him. But... Langford has been in Congress 10 years, and I don't think he's ever supported any term limits bill. So the question is, why start now? Why file this monstrosity, this terrible piece of legislation for the first time in your 10-year career, if you've never supported term limits before? And I think I know the answer to this. It's because Senator Langford has some competition now. He is up for reelection to the U.S. Senate next year, and he has two Republican challengers. He's got State Senator Nathan Dahm, and he's got Jackson LaMeyer. And what do those two men have in common? They have both signed the U.S. Term Limits Pledge. So they have both committed themselves to real term limits, the type of term limits that the people of Oklahoma really want to see. And Lankford must have woken up and said this is going to be a liability for me if I don't do something trouble is he did the wrong thing he only made the situation worse by filing this terrible bill so we will be monitoring the situation and seeing what happens it's it's very interesting here because you've got a US Senate incumbent who's been in Congress for more than 10 years he was formerly in the house going up against two outsiders He has not signed the U.S. Term Limits Pledge. Both of them have. The U.S. Term Limits Amendment, SJR 3, is the most popular term limits bill in Congress. So we'll see what happens. But um, I do not think that Senator Lankford really thought this through. And he's got a quote out there like, "Uh, well, we need more time to learn this system and learn this job, and it's so hard. Would that work in any other profession? Would that work at any other profession? Like, could you imagine you get on a plane and your pilot says, um, you know, I've been here 15 years, but I still don't know what this red button does. Or, like, a paramedic who says, oh, man, uh, where's the hospital again? I can't remember. I've only been here for eight years. Like, how come everyone else in society, how come 99.9% of us need to learn our jobs right away and do a good job or else we get fired, but it's okay for members of Congress to say, yeah, we don't really learn how to do this until year 15, year 16, or, you know, God forbid, year 30, 40, or 50. Why is that okay? Why is there a double standard? And why do
2: we let them get away with saying that? Thanks for joining us for another episode of No Uncertain Terms. The Turn Limits Convention bills are moving through the state legislatures. This could be a breakthrough year for the Turn Limits movement. To check on the status of the Turn Limits Convention resolution in your state, go to turnlimits.com slash take action. You will see if it has been introduced and where it stands in the committee process on its way to the floor vote. If there's action to take, you'll see a Take Action button by your state. Click it. This will give you the opportunity to send a message to the most relevant legislators, urging them to support the legislation. They have to know you're watching. That's turnlimits.com take action. If your state has already passed the Turn Limits Convention Resolution or the bill's not been introduced in your state, you can still help please consider making a contribution to U.S. Term Limits. It is our aim to hit the reset button on the U.S. Congress, and you can help. Go to termlimits.com slash donate. Termlimits.com slash donate. Thanks. We'll be back next week. Find us on most social media at U.S. Term Limits. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, and now TikTok.